Yo, broski, turn the gain up. Supercharged up. Super revved up. Welcome back, well, welcome back, man. It's the hardware report, bright and early, first thing in the morning, man. We're still here giving you this basketball content every single week. Um, playoffs is around the corner, playing games around the corner, season's wrapping up. It's prime time basketball for the scrubs of the NBA, so shout out to them, but we still got some stuff we got to discuss. Um, we're not going to dig in too far into the playoffs or any of the NBA awards stuff. We're just going to kind of get into our own type of agenda today, but we'll discuss that in further detail. But before all that, let's talk to the boys. Kev, how you been, man? Long time. Uh, it's good still. Uh, yeah, I think this one might be a bit light. We're just on the eve of playoffs, and there's one game left for everybody else. Still some standings I got to shake out, but I can't lie. I'm extremely excited, super excited about what's to come for the next like month and a half of basketball. Super, super, super. Chris, talk to me, man. Talk to me. Yeah, yo, Raptors locked up the seventh best odds at number one. So... You know, no playoffs for us this year, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Hopefully, we get the third pick overall, select Jalen Green, and he's the thing that we need. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it is what it is. Don't stress, man. We have a topic for that. We got a whole section dedicated to that. So, we'll we'll, we'll definitely dig into that. But first and foremost, as you said, we're just going to keep it light because these next couple weeks are going to be kind of hectic with basketball ramping up. More importantly, the playoffs are on the the corner but um we kind of have a good sense of how the season has played out right most teams have completed their are nearing completing their their schedule um and resting up and then other teams are kind of gearing up for the playing but overall this season i guess we just kind of want to see which team was the biggest surprise right so I'll, I'll throw this out like obviously i think the obvious one is new york so like i i didn't want to pick new york as mine but i'm gonna throw it to you kev um, outside of New York, who do you think had the most surprising team this year? That's outside of New York, because right. like that's the obvious answer, man. No one matters going I, with the obvious I, answer. I, for me, it's the Suns, though. Like, and I'm I've been beating this drum for a couple of weeks now. I thought they were going to be good, four or five maybe, but not seventy percent win pace. Like, that's insane. In a seventy-two game schedule, they're going to win fifty games. So. They would have been like in a regular schedule. We're talking about a team that wins like 55, 56 games. They're, they've probably been the only healthy team, to be fair, but that doesn't change the fact of what they've done. Like the Bridges has stepped up. Booker's doing what he has been doing, but he's winning games now. Obviously, with the addition of Chris Paul, Aiton is filling a role that is not normal to him, but he's done it. And up until last week, he hadn't missed a single game. So. Bench has played good. A man like Cameron Payne looks like an NBA player again. Jay Crowder making winning plays out there. It's just it's it's just one of those where it just looks like everything came together. This is a team that gelled. Yeah, they went 9-0 in the bubble. I don't give a fuck. It was a bubble. That's not a season in itself. So for me, they're definitely the most surprising team outside of New York. I, I will say it. <clears throat> Mikel Bridges is a new Trevor Ariza. <laughs> He's going to be playing 3 and D for the next 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, that's facts, though. Like, he's, he's nice. TA, he's so. shooting, like, 54% on the season. Like, he's that's disgusting, still. The perfect utility, man. Perfect. But, Chris, who you got? For me, it's the Atlanta Hawks. It's definitely the Atlanta Hawks for me. And the Suns are all, they're, they're also one of the teams that are surprising. But 
you know, they have Chris Paul, they have Devin Booker, who Kev says that he has the ability to let his shit hang low. And we don't know that anybody on the Atlanta has that ability. Yes, Trey Young is Trey Young. He can get you 30 and 10, but can he get you wins? You know what I'm saying? And that was the conversation that we've been having when it came to him. And they're in fifth place right now as it stands. To say that the Atlanta Hawks were even going to make the playoffs would have been a stretch for certain, man. So I remember at the beginning of the year, I was saying that the two teams that I have, you know, getting into the playoffs are the Atlanta Hawks and the Wizards. And we see where the Wizards are. They're in the playing game, 10th, at the bottom of the playing game. You see what I'm saying? And Atlanta Hawks are solely entrenched into the playoffs. And they had a rocky start. I don't know. I don't even remember who it was. Um, Lord Pierce? Yeah, it was Lord Pierce. He was more of a hero in the community than for the Atlanta Hawks actually as a as a as a basketball head coach because they were not winning with him. You know what I'm saying? He was a neighborhood hero, fam. Man and they building didn't need bricks that. before he was building playoff births. I'm sure you, fam. He was he was a neighborhood hero. He needs to pick up activism and go that route and allow the basketball. But getting back to the Atlanta Hawks, they swap out and now look at them solely entrenched into the playoffs, and it's very very admirable. It looks like how it looks right now. If um, the Knicks win tonight, win today against Celtics, it will be a Knicks and Hawks. And I definitely believe that if Trey Young says that he who is who he is, it should be a playoff win. So I'm very intrigued by what's going to happen in, in, in terms of that matchup specifically because Trey Young wants to show that he's that guy in this league and he's going to get the chance to do it. That's a playoff series that he has to win. But I think Julius Randle's trying to do the same thing. Facts. Yeah, but Julius Randle is a little longer in his career. You know what I'm saying? Like, Julius, what is this? Like, year eight, nine for Julius now at this that's, point? Yo, but that was, Julius has way more to prove is what I'm saying still. Like, I hear that. But his story, his, we, his know, story, we know how Trey Young year, looks at himself, though. Up until this year, taking Julius Randle's story was already written. Facts. Yeah, it definitely wrote. was. Yeah, he, just definitely, wrote, he, so. did, he definitely did still. But so, is it a flash in the pan, though? That's the question. It, it but here's my be. thing with Julius, it could be, right? But it could extend four more games, fam. That's all I'm saying. My, my thing with Julius is, is that the the fact that he's already here says Facts. a lot in itself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? When Trey Young came in the league, he came in with a certain bravado that he was telling Mans who he was. He was already walking around and moving in his own locker room for his team to to the world. Now I'm that shit. I'm the shit. So now this is the opportunity. He gets his first chance. He's n- he's not going to get an easier first round matchup than this. You got to win it. That's that's my point with Trey Young. I hear that, but the reason why I didn't want to pick the Hawks is because they started out bad under one coach, and then they got better under Nate McMillan. So I was like, is that really a team thing, or is that just Nate McMillan being a better coach than Lloyd Pierce? And I don't know if that falls under the same umbrella, but that was my question. Because when when the Hawks made that switch, Chris said. This team wasn't even healthy. He said it's kind of unfair to fire Lord Pierce when he could even have a healthy team. But McMillan's been winning games without a healthy team too, right? We come to find out. So they're they're kind of a team that I kind of look at. It's been a season of highs and lows for them. Like when I look up at the standings, I still can't believe they're they're nine games over five hundred because they started off like four and zero, then proceeded to lose every game imaginable, mm. and then but then they had that stretch where they went like eleven and one. Yeah, yeah, and that was when. That was after Nate Millen came in. That was after the year of the fire. Yeah, so that was big. Again, like for me, that's a very good matchup. That's one of those where like each team is going into this saying I can win. It's a true four or five matchup is what I should say. Mm-hmm. It's a true, like true 
four or five matchup. Both teams aren't really supposed to be here. Both teams are looking around saying like, all right, this is it. I think the the Knicks might have a bit more urgency because they're a bit of an older group, ragtag, bare free agents as opposed to the Hawks that have, you know, a lot of young players who are going to be returning next year. So it's it's very interesting. It's one to keep your eyes on. They don't necessarily have the star names, but that's going to be competitive, like offer it. Definitely. Um, most surprising team for me was Utah Jazz. And the reason why I say that, like people probably look at me and say, oh, like they're already a playoff team. How could they be that surprising? But it's like, they got bounced in the first round and they didn't add any big pieces to make them feel like or make anybody feel like they would just, you know, catapult to the number one team in the league. Granted, continuity is a real thing, but you don't usually see older teams or teams that have been together for a while just jump up five spots in the playoff ranking. So it's like, I, I, I understand. Like, I could see how they got there. I just don't know. I don't know anybody that would have said that they would have been in this position especially considering how they had lost last season or how they went out last season, right? Like, Gobert's obviously playing his game. And maybe it's just Conley not being complete dog shit. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. That's all it is, fam. But you that's see, what you maybe But he missed bare games Conley, this year, though. But that's what I'm saying. And since when has Conley been not, the no, difference? Not like last year, though. I swear no, he no, not last year. Last but, year. like, yo, he he was out for, like, a minute just up until a couple of days ago. Like, mm-hmm. And even with Mitchell out, they've been winning games. Like, it's, and Rob's right. Like, they, they haven't added bro, anybody. Listen to they, me. They did not add a rotation player. Facts. Listen, listen to me, Robs. Right, Mitchell has been gone. They haven't missed a beat. Explain, explain why if he's the MVP. Fam, you could ride when the when the, when the foundation set. Fam, you could ride the no, wave. No, 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 fam. You could ride no, the wave, I don't fam. Fam, no, no, no. <laughs> dead that. Explain to me why they are winning games and their MVP is gone. Because if you look around the if you look around the league, when Steph Curry is gone. Warriors can't win. When LeBron's gone, Lakers can't win. When Kawhi's gone, Clippers are struggling. That's the, that's cat. You know that's cat. That's cat. Fam, no, it's not. If you, PG's been winning five, games. Fam, they're a they're a five hundred team, is what I'm saying. But you're when moving Kawhi's like when they were gone. with Kawhi, they were any better. They weren't that okay, much so better tell, with Kawhi. So tell me why. So tell me why Utah is f- hasn't missed a beat. Explain right, me, to me let, why that ah, is. Ah, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> when the foundation is set, you could ride a Rudy. wave. Uh, I'm not uh, saying that, man. Come on, man. This nigga's talks now, Kev. Let's bro, move on. Bro. Let's move on. I know you guys Let's seen the clip of, of what he was doing on the court the fam, other game, man. I'm Come o- on, fam, man. I'm okay to move up, on now. And he, what did he drop in that game? 16 and 18. He was playing OKC. Of course, I'm going to go behind the back against OKC. A lot. They're not taking behind the league the serious. The why legs, should I? Nigga, I'm going to have fun with this shit now, fam. If they're not taking <laughs> like, the league what? serious, why should I? Fam. Ball is, has done, to go in the bucket. The, talks, no, the ball has to go on, in the bucket, man. and 16 points hey, is not the difference. I'm man, sorry. Move, let's move on. Let's move on still. Real niggas know still. It can't be Gobert still. <laughs> Real <laughs> Real when man's running still. that paint and they see Gobert, <laughs> Mama! Listen, as I said, as I said, if you're giving somebody the MVP on that Utah Jazz team, it is Rudy Gobert. I've Defensive said this. Of the year still. I've said this. I've said it. For, for, it's almost years now I've been saying the same thing. The most valuable player on the Jazz team is Rudy Gobert. The things that he does on that defensive end is the same type of things that Steph Curry is doing on the offensive side of the basketball fan. But man's don't want to rate it because it's on the defensive side. Man's right, a legit cool. scared of that guy still. Cool, still. Cool. But, yo, but real niggas know. Real niggas know point, at the end of the day. Yo, Kevin Cam's the Jazz? Yeah, yeah. To the point of the draft, like... Sorry, to the Jazz? I In my, my head, I'm like, yo, if you're a playoff team... Like this many times, this consistently, you're bound to have one of these years. But like, are you? The Grizzlies were a good team for a very long time. Did they ever look like this one specific year? Nah. 
No, they did. They did. They did. They had did one they? year where they were number one. Yeah, that one year was Zach. I think Zach was the year that Zach Randolph made the All Star team with Mark. Okay. Yeah, they did maybe have one maybe year, then so. maybe you're just due for one of these if you hang around long enough. Still, like things are just gonna click up eventually, as you said, continuity. So they're definitely a surprise team. I just took the Suns over them just because you know where they started. Facts. Um. So let's transition. Still, let's go to most surprising player. Um. I had a couple candidates for this spot, but Chris, I'm gonna let you go off first, though, because I might have a long-winded take. Well, go ahead. Yeah, most surprising player going back to the Knicks, bro. It has to be Julius for me, still. It just has to be Julius. The things that Julius is doing, I remember the first year I was actually looked at Julius and said that he's doing something different was when he was that year at on the Pelicans, right? But that year on the Pelicans didn't actually amount to anything much. In, t- in terms of wins, which is why they shipped his ass out of there. Then he moves on, and I believe his next stop was Knicks last year. And it was just, he was doing whatever he wanted to do, but he wasn't doing it and winning basketball games. It was looking inefficient, you know what I'm saying? He was bare turnovers and shit like that. He still has bare turnovers, and sometimes he still is inefficient. But the difference this year, why it's surprising to me, is I can actually, there's a week hasn't gone by, it feels like, and I haven't seen Julius Randle make a clutch bucket to win the game. It's like that. Even in games where I remember uh, the game that I was watching just the other day with him in the clips, he was four for 12 in that game. But I seen two makes in the last minute of the basketball game to seal the win, fam. And that's the difference. That's the difference between when mans are shit and we call them shit versus when mans just play shit. But we give them the respect for being what they are. You know what I'm saying? Like you were you were bad in that game, but you were good when it mattered. So we're giving you the pass. And that's how the narrative changes on players. Yes, guys like RJ Barrett, it, he's also a contender. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't un, I didn't realize that he was playing so well beneath all that you know hit narrative over clouding over him. So he's also a contender as well. But for me, as the leader of that team. You can see the love that New York has given Julius Randle. Honestly, for me, like it, I love to see it. I definitely love to see it because they've embraced him. He even, he has embraced them, and his play is backing it up. Like he's out there in the clutch, winning basketball games night in and night out. Hasn't missed a beat almost forty minutes a night. <sighs> basically leading the league in minutes a night. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy to play for his coach, bro. It's not easy, and what he's doing out there for them to continuously be able to count on him. For me, he deserves the most flowers. And if he's not on an all-NBA team this year, it's a travesty in my eyes. Criminal stuff. So I'm I'm giving my that's my bid for the most surprising player. Go ahead, Kev. I got one less. Go ahead. Uh I'm going Anthony Davis though. And Oh, you're going the opposite side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going the opposite <laughs> okay. side of things though. I'm going Anthony Davis though. Cause me personally, we I think we talked about this last week. I saw Steph Curry win an NBA championship, and the next year he came out and fucked up the league on a I know I'm better than all of you guys team. And I truly thought that's what I was going to get from Anthony Davis, right? The way he played throughout the playoffs, big shot against the Nuggets. A co-finals MVP, you know, argument in the finals. Combined with, you know, LeBron obviously getting older at some point, I feel like every year he's going to lessen his load and pause, uh, give it to Anthony Davis, pause again. Um, I just expected <laughs> him to come out the gates on a, on a mod thing. I expected a 30 and I expected a, a New Orleans Pelicans AD stat line 
but he was going to win 60 games. And the man came out the gates just looking bad. Got injured. He's finding himself now, but just looking back on it, my expectations I had for him, injury aside, he wasn't good. Like He just he wasn't good enough this year. And this was the perfect year for him to state his claim. The narrative would have been there. He already showed Mance who he was in the playoffs or who he was supposed to be. And I just didn't get it from him. So by no means is 22 and 8 in a down year a bad thing. But when we're talking about Anthony Davis coming off the playoffs he had, disappointing still. Super disappointing. But you know what? Honestly, like, I agree with you, but... I don't know. I don't know if AD went into this season with the same mindset as a guy like Steph that one season. He's probably going in like, "Yo, I'm gonna put it on cruise control because when it matters most, I'm gonna be there." But I don't think that's a that's a right type of mindset to have, especially if it, that's this a is, side man people are pegging still. you. To, yeah, it's a side man, and even so, people are pegging him like, he "This is what's your MVP season." But it's supposed to be his MVP season. It's supposed he to be was your supposed MVP to, take the to start the year. Still, you had him as MVP and defensive player because I thought he was a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, you thought he was coming for the whole lot. Still, I thought it was. I'm better than you. Season just one of those. Like, Bro, Rob actually thought he was coming for the whole lot. That's crazy. Family, <laughs> fresh off the playoffs, fresh off a chip. Bron's declining. Bron, I'm, I'm assuming Bron probably pulled him aside and said, "Yo, it's your time." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's time to step up, bro. And you, yo, it's cool. Not everyone has it in them, and that's cool. But yeah, I'll just I never peg AD to be that guy again. Simple things. But um, my most surprising player, it's not to the magnitude of um, Anthony Davis, but I'm going with Terry Rozier. And that's a the reason good I'm going still. with that, so, yeah. The <clears throat> reason I'm going with that is because, like, yeah, last year he dropped 18 a game, but he was shooting 42%, and it wasn't really leading to anything. It was just kind of a man of going out there on a bad team that, and scoring buckets. But now it's like the Hornets are semi-winning. They're semi-relevant. He increases efficiency and he's dropping 20 points a game. And he's a legitimate hitter. And it's just like, if he had told me that when he had got the contract, that this is how his image would have changed, I would have told you you're a liar. Because everybody looks at that contract like it was a travesty. Right? It was an albatross. Two years later, now people are looking at it, it might even be a bargain, to be honest. Because he's a legitimate starting guard. Point guard, not so much. Two guard, a little undersized. But he can play defense. He can do it all. And pairing in with a big guard like the Melo, it just seems like a like a really, really good relationship between the two of them, right? Um, but I'm going to go with Terry Rozier. He's a hitter. He's obviously doing what he needs to do. And he looks like, yo, he's going to be relevant for years to come. And I couldn't have said that a year, a year and a half ago. So that's definitely my most surprising Bro, the, cr- the crazy thing is, I remember coming to the season, man's, man's had him on the bench. Yeah. Man's just saying but that he's going to make room for him. Yeah. And man's were saying that he was a candidate. Yeah, Terry's yeah. on the bench. And from uh, the very first preseason game, you he knew that Terry trips, said, so. stop it. Stop it. Yeah. The very first preseason game, he, he said, allow me to reintroduce myself on some Jay-Z things, fam. Like, <laughs> my name yes. is Terry. Scary Terry. But yo, at the same so, time, Chris, we have to also recognize, I think people were blinded by Devontae Graham's season. It wasn't good, you know. He dropped eight assists yeah, and dropped forty percent on from the field. He just took only trays, and he can't get to the rim. Which is so why it was good. But it can't be good. That can't be but good. If he shoot, he shot what? He shot thirty nine percent from three, and he basically only took threes. Yeah, but that's not good. That just means you can't get to the basket. 
you could take six trades a game, but if a guy's taking six trades a game and driving to the room four times and shooting 45%. But he wasn't taking six, so he was taking like nine, ten threes a game. What I'm saying is there's guys doing that and still getting (laughs) to the room. Fam, that's valuable in today's NBA. I'm not saying it's not valuable. I'm not saying it's not valuable, but it's not good either. No, I'm I'm saying not. No, no, it is good. When when you break down the numbers for the analytical mans, they're looking at, they're looking at Devontae Graham saying, yo, if he can just be a little bit better, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to open up the offense. But... But, fam, if you're not a threat at the rim, how good could it be? That's my question. When you're shooting, when you're shooting 10, 11 threes a night, it and doesn't matter. You know, it's, different, it's, different when the ma- it's different when you have the ball in your hands. I think that's the difference. Like, if a man that's spotting up is only hitting 40% of his shots and they're all threes, it's different than a man that has to have the ball in his hands and he has to play pick and roll. And at some point... You gotta be able to penetrate stuff. But couldn't do it. For me, I knew what it was. I knew he wasn't getting benched. That's MJ's fave. <laughs> they said that before the before the season started. Did I think he was good? Did I think he was this guy? No. I knew he was a hitter though. Because last year he led the league in like catch and shoot or some shit. So I knew he could hit shots. But he came out this year. This, this guy was hitting clutch shots almost every night. Game winner, yeah. I think he has like three game winners, like walk yeah, like game winners on, under his belt he, this year. He was there was bare times he scored the last ten points to win the game, type of thing. His hype and what we saw of him kind of died down once Melo went down. They started losing more games, and you know, man, stopped caring as much. But yo, he had a great season. That's a great, that's a great shout from you, Robs, because I didn't even think about him. But mm, yeah, Shadow here, bro. That's another man whose story was kind of written going into this year. If I'm being honest, unfairly though, because I feel like. When I honestly believe that, like, okay, no, 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 no. there's there's a, there's a there's a rumor that there's something called the Brad Stevens effect, where Brad Stevens is able to maximize role players and make them look a lot better than what he is. Started with That's Avery Bradley, time, yeah. yeah, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, it. They were putting Rosier under the same umbrella. He got the contract, right? Like he got the contract. Did I think he deserved the contract? No, but like at the same time, I don't feel like I should judge any player who is in a bench role moving into a stud role and say that that's a foregone conclusion that that's who he is because now he gets more minutes, more opportunities. Last year, he showed growth, so I had to give him credit for that. And then this year, he is who he is. So it's like, I, I just don't think it's fair that people always like to do that, assume that a guy's just garbage because he's on the bench and he's not doing well. Because it's not, you don't get to be yourself when you're a bench guy. That's not, you don't, that's not you. Give me outside of Lou Will and maybe Jamal Crawford, those guys are, are, are a key contributors to the team and can kind of do whatever they want. But outside of that, most bench players don't get to spread their wings, bro. So when you get into that starting role, that's that's when I'm gonna I'm gonna judge you um, fairly because now you you have the opportunity to actually be yourself, and then I can actually see if you're shit or not. All right, and this is the key. This I'm gonna throw this out there. This is exactly what I want to see from Marcus Smart. Eh? If Marcus Smart ever leaves Boston, the Boston Celtics, this is Man. where you're gonna see the true colors. Nah, this is where you're gonna see the true colors, bro. Because people Fam, like to disguise like Marcus doesn't have that we scoring ability. You know he doesn't ability. play offense. You know I'm really not saying that, like, but I'm man. saying he's gonna look a lot worse when he leaves the Boston Celtics. And people are going to start looking at him and say, yo, this guy may yo, not be a starter. Nah, it's not obviously. obvious. Because Mads went out there and no, no, you Marcus no. Smart's a top Draymond would look a lot worse if he didn't have Steph Curry beside him. What's your point, man? That doesn't Trae reduce his value. Draymond would have been in the league. The Pistons also threw a max contract at him one time. Pistons threw a max contract at everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Key example, Jeremy Grant. They threw a max contract at Jeremy Grant. Look what happened. He spread his wings. Not No, no, no. Jeremy Grant sucks, bro. I told Mads about it. No, no, no. With Jeremy Grant, we knew that he he would have been able to go to another destination and be what he he has been though. No, it's that's not like cap. Jeremy Grant, fam. It's not like Jeremy Grant was Jeremy Grant was a fifth option, if that, in Denver, fam. 
So that makes you the issue was, it, being honest. Uh, the the issue was the issue with Jeremy Grant is will he be able to take the next step up? That was the issue. Whether or not he should be in the league is is wasn't the conversation. So hold on, you being a fifth option makes you a twenty point square. Fam, am I saying that? I'm saying that he was a fifth option in Denver. But you're saying like it's a logical progression. I'm trying to tell you it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a logical progression. I'm saying the situation with Jeremy Grant, or it's Jeremy Grant, right? Yeah, Jeremy Grant. The situation with his was can he drop 20 a game? Nah, man. I don't even think Mads were even asking that. I don't even think Mads were even asking that. Nah. Because they paid him as a number one option. So can he be the number one option was, was a conversation. I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he, he increases pre-PG by 10 points a game, man. That doesn't happen. He spread his wings. That's what I'm Yo, saying. Man, shot, just he, said... He's gotten like 10 extra shot attempts a night. But you're moving like he's shooting <laughs> piss poor from the field. He is now still. 43 is not bad. But you, If you give a man 10 extra shots, he's going to have... Fam, if he hits like four of those... <laughs> like yeah. you're gonna jump your points per game. I think that's Yo, easy to say I, and hard to do. Again, you know, Mez kind of drifted, but I don't think Draymond would be in the league if Curry's not there. But he obviously wouldn't be the player he is. He never would have been. But that doesn't reduce your value as we talk about you as a player. Like there's Mads that their value is tied to the players around them. Simple. Devin Booker can go out there and drop thirty every single night and not win a game. Mads like Lonzo Ball, Draymond Green, Marcus Smart. How good you look is dependent on the players around you. There's nothing wrong with that, fam. Some of those men are the most successful in NBA history. There's nothing wrong with it. You're never going to be a guy, but not everyone needs to be. But this is my problem, Kev. I hear what you're saying, but we need to stop talking about them like they're a guy. No, but they are a guy in the right situation. That's what I'm saying. In their situation. In the, in the in right situation, situ- they're the ones that put okay, you Okay, but let's the put top. the asterisks. Yo, why do we talk about... Why, this, is, this is my question, right? Why talk about Marcus Smart? outside of the Boston Celtics, if he's never been outside of the Boston Celtics, and to our knowledge, there's never any plan of him being outside of the Boston Celtics. Because the reality of the situation is that when his contract finishes, he's most likely going to have to move on. And people like to talk Why? about him, the homers talk about him like he's a guy, not an Why ancillary player. Now, no, they can't pay him. Fam. Why? They, no, they, they, they actually they, can't pay him. Why? They don't they have, have, have the money to pay him. No? So you're going you're to pay Marcus Smart 25 a year? Who the fuck is paying Marcus Smart right. twenty five a year? All right, go on, go on Bleacher Report and go to Boston what is Celtics. Going on? Click the Boston Celtics thread <laughs> on Bleacher Report. Fam. Those are the rumors, what? fam. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. People what? are looking at him like he's a guy. I don't know if it's the homers. I don't know if it's the homers, but people are talking about him like he's a guy. Who the fuck is paying Marcus Smart twenty five million dollars a year? Well, he's going to get hundred million dollars over four years. Fam, people are talking about him like he's a guy. I'm trying to tell you. I know what I'm saying. Even if you've seen it. Even if you've seen it, <laughs> I need you to use your common sense, my nigga. Fam. <laughs> like, I need fam. you to be able to think for yourself, fam. Fam. He's making fortune Break down right information now. and be able to say, this is foolishness, bro. Stop the foolishness, fam. fam. I'm, not t- I'm not telling you this. I'm saying he's going to leave. Someone's going to pay him a bag, and you're going to realize that he's not the guy you thought he fam. was. We just fam. need to put no the No one's paying this guy a bag expecting him to get you 18 a game. If you are, you're simply a moron. Let's not move like but that's not it's going like to be his fault. Do that every year, though. Let's not, okay, let's so not they're morons. Team. Let's talk about how stupid these teams are then. Instead but that's of a moving constant like this guy's... That's facts. Fam, I would actually dye my hair What's stopping the Kings from going Smart out there and paying him a bag? Fam, if Tyrese Halliburton still. I would actually wrong team, dye my wrong hair paying. Wrong team. But I hear you. The next team, yeah. None stopping a team like the, the Knicks or some shit. I hear that, but... A, a million, a hundred million dollars, fam. 
Nah, you get stop. bro. He get what OG stop got. Like you get what those man's got. The eighteen. Stop. The eighteen. Back. Thank you. Thank you. At most, it's three for seventy out of the question. About twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah, that's like twenty three, fam. <laughs> You're wilding. I'm t- okay, but you have to pause and think about the math. But I'm telling you, that's an offer that a man will put on the table. Three for seventy, fam. Nah, nah, still. I'm telling you guys. Nah, still. <laughs> anyway, though, no, not if you, maybe if he was coming off the rookie deal, but he's gonna be like twenty seven or twenty eight when that shit hits, fam. fam. Nah. And you know what, man's gonna say? It's he's my in his third prime. contract, fam. You know what they're gonna say? He's in his prime. That's exactly what they're gonna contract. say. That's exactly what they're gonna say. He's in his prime. And they're gonna Yo, bring, Rob, you're not lying right now. Still. Gonna, that's exactly what they're gonna say. Oh, he's in his prime. That 25, that he's 25, ready to take I, off. I don't hear it still. He'll spread his Yo, wings. All I'm saying is don't blame him if he can't live up to that stuff. Nah, man's nah, I can't blame the player. Him. I'll never blame the player. It's just that we have to I my problem is, and the point I'm trying to make is that we have to separate the actual guys and the ancillary players and stop talking about the ancillary players like they're guys. Because people are going there and saying the guys like, like a guy, fam. Man's talk about Lonzo Ball like he is the truth. He's a shut since down. When? He is in the right since situation, when? fam. Since, fam, nah, nah, Marcus, Marcus been crucifying is, is, Lonzo Ball for years. Like, come on, man. And this year, man's talk about fam, he's Marcus a two-way is probably guard. The best. Shut but he down is. He is. <laughs> he's a three and he D. He's a point. He's a the match. The match basically at what thirty nine percent from deep on eight attempts a game. He's an average point. Can block you up. He's an average point guard. Fam, that's what fam. Any championship team needs that, you know. I'm not, and, he's, I'm, and he'll get the ball out of his hands. He doesn't. He doesn't crowd the ball. Like what? Come on. I'm not, I'm not denying a that. winning team. That's magic for a winning. I'm team. not denying that, but he's still an average player. I don't know if you can win a chip with Lonzo Ball as your top three player. What do you All mean? right, he's he's gonna be a, like a a, a Marcus Smart. If he's Marcus on the Lakers, top three player on the Celtics. Sorry, the, is Marcus Smart a top three player on the Celtics? Uh, no. Depending on how you slice it, still. No way. Come on. It's, He's not hard, it's between him and Kemba. It's between him and Kemba. But on any given <laughs> night, this is the problem. Any given night, no, 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 no. Because yo, no, no. But you know why? Nights, you know why? I'm gonna say on any given night. I feel like if we're talking constants, Marcus Smart's defense every given night's a constant. Kemba's shot is not a constant. Fan. I hear that still. So who's better solely depends on Kemba Walker. Fam, even we'll look at like in the Raptors series last year, that block that that Marcus Smart had when he turned his hips. And met the man and pinned him up like and Sunday Kemba morning. Couldn't get a shot to save his life. Man, that is that that right there is why you look at those type of players and you say, "Fam, the average man doesn't really rate winning plays like that." But that's what those plays are. The man turned his hips and the pinned playoffs, the man up, so. fam. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't believe it. Backpedaling. I think it was Norman <laughs> nah. Powell. I think yeah, it, was it was Norman Powell. State. Yeah, it was Norman, it was Norman Powell. Caught Norman Powell mid-flight, fam. <laughs> like, come on, Madness, You know yeah. what that 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 play does for a team? Hey, don't come on, bro. Game seven, no. Game seven, fam. What? <laughs> like, like in the fourth quarter, but I'm sorry, you know, still, you know yo, please do that. That's a guy for me, still, because yo, if he's not there, this team looks a lot different. I understand if it's just him by himself, you're not winning sixteen games, but I don't care because he's not by himself. It's that simple. That's why when Mans wanted to see what Draymond did when the when the when Mans were out, I didn't care. I know he couldn't do anything. He doesn't nah, need I can't to. Stop. I, I understand Draymond talked a bit differently <laughs> than a man like Smart. I understand. I understand Draymond. Draymond was talking like he was one of those guys. Hall I of understand. Famer. Draymond, if, if you ask Dray, Draymond, says he's a Hall of Famer right now. And then when he, he doesn't the, have Stephen Clay, when he doesn't have Stephen Clay, he is. He he's out is there a, dropping four points a game. Draymond is a Hall of Famer right now. He's not first he ballot. He might get, he'll slide in still. He'll slide in eventually. After he's a couple years, still. Three, four years, he'll slide in still. 
But yo, let's pivot. Okay, we got one more topic we gotta talk about. And I know we already mentioned the Raptors, but um the question is whether or not you guys believe the Raptors should rebuild or retool, um, for lack of a better word. But I guess what the real question is is given how the Raptors have performed this year and the players we have in our roster, age, all things considered, um, do you guys think it's time to completely blow it up and just start fresh and keep the core players? Or is it time to just go out there and kind of spend some money, make some key trades and and kind of ante up for another final, well, I shouldn't say finals, right? another playoff run still. What do you think, Gip? <laughs> All right. I'm going to say retool, right? But just based on the fact that I look at a man like Pascal, ink still wet. Look at a man like OG, ink on that contract is still wet. Fred Van Vliet, the ink is still wet. Like, you're not trading these guys. Specifically, Pascal Siakam. You're not trading him for anything worth value. And I personally don't believe this team is that bad. So, I say you add a center. You bring Mangs back with a draft pick, hopefully a Jalen Green. Kind of create a good situation for him to blossom into. And you try and win some games next year still. I, I look at Lowry as a wash. Like, I think he's just gone, period. So I don't really have him in future plans. But with Van Vliet, Pascal OG, and, you know, a better roster, like a center, one center, I think we look a lot better. We're nowhere near competing for anything ever again. But, like, I just don't see how we make ourselves bad enough where the rebuild makes sense. Because, like, let's be real, who are we trading Siakam for? If you tell me you want to rebuild... I think you have to start right there and explain to me what we what you're willing to accept for a man like Siakam. You want to go, Chris? You want me to go? Yeah, we got to rebuild and retool at the same time. And the only reason why I'm saying rebuild is because we have this seventh pick. You know what I'm saying? At the lowest it's going to be should be seven. Or I don't know if that's nah. how it works. That's how it works. Nah. <laughs> well, we have the seventh best odds at number one. That's what. That's how it works. All right. right. So seven best odds at number one. Hopefully we can land ourselves in the top five. If we land ourselves in the top five, the rebuild is on. If we don't land ourselves in the top five, then it's just a retooling thing. But for me, it's like, number one, I still do believe in the players per se. If we can get Siakam back into a number two role, then Siakam starts to look good again. Because Siakam struggles in isolation scoring. That's his biggest issue. And He's not the player to get. We paid him as a man to say, I'm going to give you the ball. And we've seen how much times that failed time and time and time again, bro. How many times has Siakam had the ball in the fourth quarter to win a game? And I don't think he came through one time this year. Not one time. We've seen a guy like Fred Van Vliet. He took a step forward this year, but he's a midget. Can't get it done on his ones. At a certain point in the game, he has to let go of the ball. He's too small. He can't do it. OG and Nobi step again this year. He took a step. I've seen some things where he's handling the ball. He's posting up in the post. You know what I'm saying? He's driving with power and force. I like it. I really do. He's hitting his jumpers. But he's not it either, fam. <laughs> he's just not it either. So for me is the the the, the core we need a star and then we're back in it. I don't know how we're going to get a star. If we can, I don't know if we can make some type of trade or maybe we can lure somebody over and they see what we have, you know, cooking in the oven and we just need a little chef 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't but, have the spot, fam. We're not the destination. Nah. Just that, that still. Somebody, bro. If we can get somebody to come over, not even like a top tier man. You know what I'm saying? It could be like a low level man. You know, a, a borderline star. A borderline like who, like, man. Give like me an a, example. He doesn't have to be like a free a, agent, but like who? Like who? Like you a side man type star, like a PG. You know what I'm saying? He like a PG no on our team would be blessed. You know what I'm saying? No way. A Bradley Beal. You know what I'm saying? No like. Way. But you see, the problem Shut with that, Chris, to... here's the problem with that, is that those guys were already in small markets and didn't want to stay They're there. Not... They wanted to go to the big market. But we're not a small market, fam. But no, but we're not a market because Mads don't want to come considered... to Canada, we're... period. Nah, nah. We are not, but we're considered one based on the location, obviously. Mads don't want to come to Canada, bro. Honestly, I don't think that the stigma on Toronto or the stigma on Canada is as is as it was back in the okay, in the yeah. days of Vince Carter. Mads don't want to come to Definitely not. Definitely not. But it's still not anywhere close to being able to attract one. We've attracted Hido Turkoglu washed. That's the best we have. Who else have we attracted in free agency? That's better than that. That man was like 14, 6, and 6. And that was the big free agent draw that we had. Yo, that we got last Rudy time Gay. I mean, yeah, Rudy Gay. Washed. Yeah, we got, but that was in the we trade. We traded, no? but then we re-signed him. Washed. Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> washed. It was washed back then. So, yo, like man's, I don't man, know. Um, man's can say what I understand that man's are gonna say, "Yo, we don't think it's that bad." Then show me the evidence. That's all I'm saying. Because it's not like this is a new thing. There's been years. Show me, bro. The, the last guy I remember we were close to getting was the Marcus Aldridge when he was trying to leave Portland. And I don't even think how we were even that close. If we're being, we honest. definitely weren't that close because the Suns were the second, and I know for a fact Suns were were, were behind that. So we were nowhere close to that. Like I honestly, when you said a, a lower level man. I was thinking a man that's dropping like a 20-piece right now, not Bradley Beal, who's averaging like 30-something. You're thinking of DeMar DeRozan? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Yo, we might have to draw for him on a real note. I know no, he can't come I, I back. Would, isn't he a... Isn't he a um, free, I think a free he, agent. Right? Yeah, he didn't yeah, sign yeah, a contract? Yeah. Yo, no. honestly, all jokes aside, he would definitely help our team. Yeah, he would. All jokes would. aside. But like, all jokes aside, he would definitely help us. He can't come back. So he can't come back. He, he can't. Why not? No way. No, nah, no, nah, he can't come back. Why not? They dealt with not him dirty. Get the chip and come back to play with the scrubs? Fam, DeMar DeRozan <laughs> would absolutely come back if we offered him the amount of money that he's looking then for. Then he has no pride. He would absolutely come back. <laughs> he has no pride. I honestly then. don't believe that. <laughs> like, I, the way he... Yo, he, he doesn't talk about Toronto at, in any type of way. I know that because he's a classy man, but we didn't deal with him in a classy manner. So, <laughs> like, he has no pride if he comes back still. Yeah, no shame. It's not about pride, bro. It's definitely it's, it's That's about, exactly what it's about still. How can it be, fam? Don't why are you guys pushing this narrative, fam? bro? There's no what? way I ship you out, get the chip, and then say, All right, cool, change their mashup, come back, come back. Come Imagine back. trying to move like he's a fossey, fam. Right, like, you're shake, you're shake, you're shake. No, shape. you're trying to move like he's a fossey. That's what you're doing, yeah. fam. We're respecting, <laughs> yo. Yo, this guy's fam. caping for DeMar, bro. DeMar is old news in Toronto, man. He's old nah, news. Nah, nah, nah. He would, you the city you're, would embrace respect him. on his name right now. Of course, we the would. city would embrace him. That's number one, and he would and embrace even, this. And even fam, that, it would be even a that, big party if we hear that. that would be a is, the fact that he's fam, that we're embracing him is a distinct fact. It can't be a distinct fam. Like he, he's the number, the, the number two, the third best raptor of all time. Yeah, and he score, didn't get the chip. Yeah, he didn't get the chip. Still, we got the yeah. chip, fam. He's the only man that'll be walking around with, with man's be walking around with DeRozan jerseys without the the championship emblem on it. Come on, man. What is that? Yes, but that's what I'm saying to you. Like, he's the third best Raptor of all time and he still has, what is he, like 33? He still has Yo, game. All right, this is what I'd say. 
Not when Messiah is in charge, though. That's all I'd say. Maybe if Messiah wasn't in charge, but he can't sit back down at the table with Messiah after Messiah told him I'm not trading you, then trade him two weeks later. Still, I'm actually come on, man. Like as a human being, put some respect on his name. Still, just please. The only thing I would say in terms of us rebuilding or retooling, I think honestly, this is one of those situations where teams have to look at themselves in the mirror and really say, what are our expectations? Because if their expectations are just to be a middling playoff team, like how Indiana strives to be every year, then mm-hmm. cool, retool. But that's all you're ever going to get. That's you're not, not going to aspirations, though. No, but that Yo, is some aspirations. If you, if you think that isn't the, or the aspir, if, if you think that the organization wouldn't take that over trying to rebuild, hoping they can get to the championship, you're wrong still. Team I do that year in year say, you're in you're out. yo i don't yeah. care what fans say look at the history of the raptors they have just wanted to be good period no the fam we wanted to get into the playoffs that's what we were we were struggling to do we get from from i would say 2013 onwards the mindset changed in toronto no, 2014 after after the whole debacle yo. in the nets and we 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 strung off number 1 in the east and we had um, Laurie and and and, um, and and Demar Derozan, both on team team USA at the Olympics. That's when the mindset changed in the city. But listen, man. listen to me. I'm not talking about the fans or the players. I am talking about the organization. If you think the owners and the people who run this team are not going to be content with being a four or five seed just competing every year as opposed to being at the very Fam. bottom hoping to come up, I think you're surely mistaken still. Fan we, pressure to me, fan pressure won't allow that. But we've been bro, garbage for so many are gonna years. Be happy. Are mans are going to be Yo, don't, don't get it twisted. You think Mans are cool with being bad right now? Go, look, go on Raptors Reddit and see how Mans feel. Even though we know that we have players and it shouldn't be like this for long, go look how Mans feel. Mans are not okay with this. You Obviously yourself weren't okay, okay with, with it. This, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, so, that, that goes without saying. So that's what I'm saying. Manzer will gladly take a team that they can watch and, and attempt to win games every night than the OKC Thunder. Still, that's all I'm saying, bro. Like, it's, well, it doesn't have to get. I'm saying it doesn't have to get as bad as the OKC. Thunder. Understood. I'm understood. Saying, that's here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. And this is what I was saying. If you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're saying my expectations are to be a middling playoff team, then cool, retool. But at the same time, like. If you really are serious about competing, you have to rebuild. Because even the guys that we have, I personally believe outside of OG, those guys are not good. Like, I, I understand that Fran Van Vliet brings a lot of value to the team. I don't know if he's good, he's to good be honest. Still. I don't know. He's if not he's good, good enough, but he's good. I don't know if he's good. So my thing is, like, yo, trade these guys, right? If And if, if he is good, Kev, trade these guys and get bring in the picks. Do what you have to do. You're not going to get a free agent. In, in, in free agency to come in and make a difference. You're not. It's just the reality of the situation. And sorry, people don't want to come to Canada, but the reality of the situation is you need to go through the draft if you want to get that star. And it's going to take multiple attempts. You can go in this draft with a top whatever pick, Masai, say top five pick, and you're not getting the guy. Um, Suppose Jalen Green is Masai, not the guy. We, sh- right. we should have traded. You're right. We should have traded Kyle Lowry for exactly what the Sixers reportedly offered. Thibault. My 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 you can't even remember his name right now. Maxi, Thibault Maxi, and the pick. But no, we wanted we wanted two first round picks to make it happen. So you oh, know, oh, 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 don't change the, the narrative. Thibault was the stopping point. Let's not change. Let's not switch up the narrative now. Fam, two months later, nah 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 nah. Fam, we should have no, did no, the trade. No. Fam, don't, we don't, switch the up, trade. don't switch up the narratives now. Back then, Thibault was the stopping point. In, in in December, when James Harden was supposed to get traded, Maxi was a stopping point. Let's not switch it up now. 
Bro, you know Thibodeau's so, gonna make all all NBA defense. Yo, I, all right, cool. In twenty minutes cool. a night, cool. Let me. One the trade we should have made was the trade with PG and Westbrook to keep Kawhi in Raptor colors. Still, that's the trade we should have made. I understand dealing Pascal at the time; it was blasphemy. I understand he couldn't do it, but looking back hindsight. That's the one that should have been made. No, no. Nah, nah. But honestly, I would expect a guy like Masai to be able to let no, his no. nuts hang on those type of deals. So. Nah. But it's like, yo, you can't do that fresh off a chip, though. That's going to look bad. You actually become a villain. Kawhi Leonard? You'll be a villain. You'll be a villain. Kawhi Leonard? You'll be a villain. you can't. Still. Not after to you just... keep du- Kawhi Leonard? Yo, I understand. Because, yo, you know why? Because man's would man's would have always just been under the impression, yo, we could have just ran it back with Kawhi and Pascal. No matter what, even if... We found out that Kawhi said, I'm out if you don't get these guys. It still would have been the same thing for him. Like, you can't make that trade. You Again, if you're telling me someone could do it, show me who has. That's all I'm saying. Because, yo, when... To make a trade Cavs, where his nuts have to hang low? No, 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 no. After a chip. Because, yo, remember, Cavs lost to the, the Warriors in 2016. And Braun tried to trade Kyrie for CP. And that was blasphemy. That's what ultimately led to Kyrie saying, fuck off. That's different, though. But that, but that's why I'm saying that was off a loss in the championship. Yeah, but then even take the sin though. Before the narrative was when has a player, a number one player, ever left a team after winning a championship? That was also it's never happened before, and it happened. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, okay, that narrative, right? Show me which player got traded to a team in the last year of his contract after openly saying I don't want to be here, and like let's not move like it started with winning a championship and leaving we knew when the season started he did not win. but that's what it culminated into fam after the championship everything else gets wiped off you won no it doesn't no it doesn't. what no it doesn't no it doesn't <laughs> like, because he told what? us off rip he told we knew i knew man he told us whatever he told us but then he went out there and he won a championship we saw emotion that we and have never, never told seen us from him, anything fam. otherwise he, we never seen that type of... And no, never t- gave us one His own glimpse. family is probably had, saying we didn't even know that he had that in him. The man was in Niagara Falls, and that was all we had. That he was staying. In a, in a Blue Jays jersey. That was it, a lie. He never told us anything I was anything in Niagara. Otherwise. Danny Green was out here fucking on Toronto shorties and touching... Uh, no, Danny Green didn't leave Queen after this guy. That guy's a waste, man. <laughs> like... I don't know still. Bro, the only thing I'm trying but to yeah. say is like, yo, you have to really understand like this draft thing is a crapshoot. You're not going to get, yo, the, pro- the reality is we could have this pick, try to retool and Jalen Green doesn't end up being that guy. Look at a 2013 Facts. draft. Let's use it as an example, right? Bennett, that was a horrible draft though. Okay, but Giannis went 15. Yes, but that was a horrible draft. But I'm nah, saying. But Rob's is right. It takes multiple <laughs> it takes shots. takes multiple though. shots yeah, bro, yeah, to get to the draft. It takes multiple shots. Though. Right now, if you look at Milwaukee, Giannis is a 15th pick and Chris Milton's a second round pick. Yes, but you can't just pick the the worst draft in the last. Okay, but I'm saying I'm using it as an example years. to. Okay, obviously it, it it's it's the worst case scenario, but I'm just saying it as an example that you need multiple attempts at the draft. If you can't go in there and say these two draft picks are going to make me good, <laughs> you can't do that. That's no, why he, pe- that's why teams stockpile draft picks. If you're being realistic, yeah. If you you're being realistic, yes, I know you can't you can't bank on the draft at all. Bro, look at Boston. Or look how many picks Boston has. All, and what did they have to show for it outside of Tatum and Brown? They had like 10 first Yeah, but they're picks. a horrible drafting team. Okay, but again, that's why it's a crapshoot. Because you could have all the draft picks if you don't have the right people at the helm making the decision. Who's a good drafting team, though? San Antonio. OPC. San Antonio. Uh, Indiana. Uh, who's have, Indiana drafting? Goga Bedace, is that his name? Where's Indiana that guy drafted Miles Turner. They drafted Paul George. They drafted... um. 
Kawhi Leonard, who they then traded. Uh, that's the Spurs, <laughs> though. That's the Spurs. Nah, Kawhi Leonard. The, the no, no, I know, but Kawhi. that's a draft day trade, so you got to give that one oh, to yeah. the Oh, yeah, so you got to yeah, yeah. give it to the Spurs, I guess, yeah. I guess, OKC yeah. OKC is a great drafting that. team. OKC is a mm-hmm. great drafting, uh, drafting team as well. Based off the three we're talking, right? Not only Ibaka, Eric Four, Bledsoe. Yeah. No, Eric Bledsoe was on Clippers. Clippers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Ibaka was theirs, and they they picked up Ibaka super late. Raptors are a good drafting team too. OG Ananobi, Siakam, Demar Derozan, like OG was what twenty three, Siakam was twenty seven. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, uh, but I don't know. Like, it's like the thing is, even if you say we're a good drafting team, we've never had an actual star out of that. Like all those mans you named are not legitimate stars in this league. So, DeMar like, DeRozan, talking, but we've never really been that high either. Yeah, I know. Other well, than we Andrea Barnierni, which we wet the bed, but like after him, we've really oh, never been that, that high. Still, eight. Yeah, Aldridge, also, come on, man. And Brandon Roy still. I would have took the whatever three years I got from B Roy over um, Barnierni, but facts. It, it, you're, you're right about Indiana, but I'm just looking like yo, like yeah, we've drafted well. We got Chris Bosh, I think fourth or some shit. Like that's probably the best, like highest of caliber player we've ever had. So I don't know, yo, like. Rob's is right, though. You, if you're being realistic, you need about three to four if you think you're going to get a star still, even an all-star, realistically. Like, you need about three or four lottery picks before you think you're going to get an all-star. So it's not a quick thing. They need about nine or ten still. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> man's are, like, man's think it's easy. Man's think you just rebuild for two years and you're back. Like, yo, there's been teams that have been rebuilding for years. And then Joyce they get they stars. Nine or ten still. They get stars and they're still not good. Mads who are perceived as stars, I should say. So, like, I think as an organization, despite what the fans want to think, and I think the fans lie to themselves. Mans say they're cool with a rebuild till it's time. See, I put in my sweat equity into that, though, because I've been with the process, and I'm seeing the fruition now. Number one in the East. I'm about Yo, to, don't get it twisted, though. That could have went saying? a completely different route. Yeah, but, but it didn't though. Easily, but it didn't. Yeah, no, no you know I why? know. So that's what I'm saying he had he had a man at the helm that was doing his job. But yo, that, so what I'm saying is you can't now look at that and expect it to be the same with the Raptors. That's what I'm saying. I because, put the same trust as I did in Sam Hinkie as I do in Masai. Yo, this is the thing. You keep putting trust in man. Yo, this drafting isn't just about a man's scouting ability. It's simply it was not. for Sam Hinkie though. But you guys have some misses too. Nerlens right? Noel, Jaleel you always Okafor? have misses, man. Just no, 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 no. no. We're talking two for two right now. Joel Okafor, No, no, I'm not even gonna go to that one. We're talking about high top five picks. Nerlens Noel, Jaleel Okafor. That's two. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. So he's two for four. Okay, so stop moving. This guy didn't miss. Fifty percent, man. What are you talking about? Okay, and how <laughs> bad were they? How long were they bad for? Passing grade. Like six only, years, right? Fam, we were only really like in the doldrums for like four years. That's a and, ben Sim- and to be f- and, no, and hold on. Ben Simmons was consensus number one. Absolute consensus, right? So was Joel um, Embiid. Who? So was um Joel Embiid broke up his back, so he he slid. Right. But so I give so I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one hundred percent. Jaleel Okafor was a consensus top big man in the class. He was he was they were talking about him like they spoke about Anthony Davis, like they spoke about Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Out of Duke, but yeah, he was coming he was, off he the was national a championship. He was a winner. Yeah, he was a winner. So they said they, he had they, a they spoke about him. Yeah. yeah, they facts, spoke facts. about him in the same vein. But all I'm saying is when, when you're when you're looking at the consensus one man, so like I'm not gonna fault him for Okafor really because he was a number one, but. 
I look at Ben Simmons, I'm not going to really give him much credit for that either. I give you credit for the ones that weren't right in your face that you had to take. For example, when I look at the Celtics taking Tatum, like he wasn't consensus number one. They made moves to trade down to get him. So I'll give you that. But if you're like, am I going to give Minnesota the ratings for drafting Carl Anthony Towns? No. Likewise, I'm not really going to take anything away from them for drafting Wiggins because that man was consensus. He was supposed to be Maple Jordan still. Thanks. But quickly, quickly, last note I want to throw in here before you wrap up. Um, let's try to condense the answers. But is is Depot done? Is 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 this the end of the Ola Depot chapter? Or yo, listen, with Ola Depot, right? It pays to be humble. That's 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 it right there. They offered him a max extension and he turned it down because he thought it was bigger than the Houston Rockets. That's that's it. He went away and now he will be away for another year plus. And, his and I feel up nothing the for too. him. And I feel nothing for him, fam. Nothing at all for him. Because if he humbled himself and accepted what was offered, a max contract, he would have been on that max contract right now even if the quad still blew up on him again. You have your own self to blame, fam. That's why you should revel in it. <laughs> I'm sad, though. Yeah, bro. If you knew your leg was high, well, take the money. Like, if you know you're not 100%, take the fam, money. Fam, hot or not. Hot or not, fam. He thought he was better than Houston. <laughs> he probably just he wanted to compete. He thought he was better than them. He wanted to Coming off the... Yo, it was a two-year deal, right? Um, I don't... Like, you just... Yo, like... Bet, listen, this bet on yourself thing... It wasn't a max. It was two years, uh, forty-five million. It was a lot of money. It was twenty-two, almost twenty-two. It was a max that years. they could offer. Okay, whatever. It was twenty-two a year. Um, yo, this bet on yourself thing, cautionary tale. Still, you have the Fred Van Vliet's, and now you have the Victor Oladipo's. That's simple. They should send him. The Houston Rockets should send him a get well bundle. <laughs> yo, this is contract year. That's the only reason why I feel bad. Because like now, who's gonna sign them free agency? Bad, I don't feel he's bad. actually have to sit down there for a year with no bread. Bro, they say he's going to miss next year. Yeah. Yeah, he's but, missing next but year. He's a free agent this offseason, fam. Which man is signed on the yes. guys? <laughs> yes. If he's a he's smart not, man, he'll fam. take whatever two year, $2 million contract he gets from. Club. I feel bad for the guys like Boogie Cousins, and I feel bad for the guys like Isaiah Thomas. Victor Oladipo is not in that group. Facts. Can't feel bad facts. for a man like that. <laughs> That's a fact, though. It's a fact. Because those guys are waiting facts. for the money. This guy got the money, said, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> Yeah, facts. And like he was even like blowing up the league anyways. So like, man wasn't even the best years were behind him. So definitely <laughs> humble yourself, my guy. Bro, He's a religious again, man, fam. That's in the Bible, fam. Humble, again, fam. Just be humble. This guy has he had two good years to two one and a half good years to his name, fam. Like, this guy wasn't some bona fide guy, like, fam, like he a man had like twenty seventeen, I believe it was. Imagine how far that quad is. Blew, That's almost like your quad fam, blew up twenty seventeen, fam. <laughs> I'm talking 2017, fam. Very long time ago. Still. Very long time. Well, rest up, Depot, because obviously I don't want to see anybody go out because we've seen how that's affected players in the past, especially their ability to stay on NBA rosters. I love Boogie Cousins and IT. So I hope he does Shout come out back. Kelly Olenek, fam. Yeah, yeah. He's been turning up still. He's been turning up. <laughs> go give him some of that cheese still. Yeah. But, um, I hope, I hope they give him some. I hope they give Kelly an extension. I'm just not sure how. It's going to play out with his with his free agency, just given the fact that he's hurt. And if he doesn't get signed, I think the biggest takeaway is that he's not going to be able to rehab with the team, right? 
you know that was one of the biggest yeah that's um, the biggest things too yeah boogie was was that was one of boogie's biggest struggles boogie's were dealing with because he had like he needed that rehabilitation he needed that training staff and like if you're not on a roster it's just not available but i think the lakers did extend it to him and you gotta pay like for it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they allowed him the lakers allowed him to use the practice facility and things but yeah. yeah like you gotta pay for it out your pocket and if you're not getting paid it's a mod thing still yeah it can really put a dent in, in someone's livelihood but that's um, what I'm saying. like some team a team might say yo i'll give you two years two mil so that that next year when you are healthy you play for me for a million dollars and you might have to hug that i have to do it two years two mil i'm gonna say I'm going to say the minimum contract, whatever the minimum is, with team options for four years. Four, no, you don't know four <laughs> options for four years. That's you dumb. have a one-year option, broski. Which man is going to sign for a know, t- team option for four years? I'm trying to put this man in a, a rookie's contract. In a slave deal? <laughs> in a 360? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, if it's relax, possible, yes. Uh, Mr. Budden, yes. relax. Mr. Budden, that's relax. What he des- <laughs> that's what he deserves. <laughs> Yo, they're calling that nigga Jerry Heller, fam. Can you imagine? Yo, he's sick, though. He's, he's sick. Fun. They're calling that's him sick. Jerry Heller, fam. Fam, what happened to the 400,000, fam? It vanished. <laughs> fam! <laughs> that's crazy, So Niggas can't cause for a Audit me. Here, Audit me. <laughs> Yeah, but yo, <laughs> I've been trying to show man. This is actually Joe Budden at his chorus. Though. Everything now, he's ever done, that, he, that this was him. Yo, not with not every, no, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying this. I'm just saying anything Joe Budden has ever done has always gone up in flames. Self-destructive. This is his person. Yeah, like he's just a self-destructive man. Yo, he's been saying like he gives you the hints that he doesn't respect mans and things. He doesn't honor contracts. But on the podcast, you can't take it as a joke thing. But man, was dead serious. Yo, honestly, it's crazy. So we'll see what happens. Jerry but, Heller, that's tough. I'm about to finish watching the rest of the Maul and Rory's. Um, I guess I don't know if they're spilling the beans. I don't know what to call they it. Their explanation, so. yeah, I can tell they're not lying too. That's the that's the part. I can tell Facts. they're not lying. Still. But Maul's, yeah, yeah, Maul, Maul's a little bit too Details, relaxed for me though. Like Rory's amping up, and Maul's a little nah, nah, too relaxed. Nah, he turns relaxed. up. He turns up. He turns okay, up. I didn't get that part. Yeah, he gets that part. But at any rate, uh, you guys, anything you want to say before we wrap up and close the deal today? Nah, shout out a good season still. Last next spot is a is a playoff thing, no? By the time hopefully it's, Lakers it's make it out the playoffs. Yeah. When did the playoffs start? Uh, weekend, we, I think. No, that I think playing playing planes this weekend. Planes Wednesday. Wednesday. Planes Wednesday. So playoffs sure start this yeah, weekend. Then. Week. Yeah. So by the time we're back, like games that already been played. Hopefully Lakers win tonight. Portland loses, so we get the six B. We want to play in the plane. No, you don't want to get the six, fam. Isn't the six that end up playing? Yo, you don't take the risk of losing two games. In a Fam, row. they're not gonna lose two games in a row, man. Yeah, but Anthony Davis is growing his heart, man. Like, Fam, man, they're not just... losing two games right, in a row. Bro, whatever. You I'm not saying look... we are. <laughs> you, you don't take see... that risk. Like, I you can't look at what's ahead of you when 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 behind you is on your on Fam, your back. When you have LeBron James on your team, you can still let's play chess with these fam. Right. Let's play a little bit of chess, though. You don't want to yeah. have to play play not yet, bro. You know what? You don't want to play the Clippers off rips, though. It's not the Clippers. It's the Nuggets. So the Clippers lost. Well, no, the Nuggets and the Nuggets are playing Portland. So if Portland loses, that means Nuggets won. So that means they held third. Okay, so okay, okay, Lakers okay, okay, okay. So it's blessed either way. Then do your thing. Do your thing. Anyway, do your thing. <clears throat> let's wrap up. Until next time, it's the Hard Report available all streaming platforms: TikTok, YouTube. You know where to find it. Share it. Never hoard a good thing because we're trying to raise the engagement. Some people aren't earning their word. We're gonna leave that out there. I want to ruin the next man's thing, but. Uh, we're going to have some guest features coming up. We still are doing a giveaway, so t- stay tuned to the IG. We're going to be releasing the uh, the winner on May 30th, so uh, keep spreading it. 
give it out to whoever needs to uh, know about it, raise awareness. We're trying to get that engagement as high as possible. Um, Monday's 8 a.m., download it. Whatever you need to do, man, we're here. Always coming back to you with this consistent content. But until next time, take care. I know that she's bad for me. Yeah. I get too high, but I can't put this dope down. The only thing on repeat is my thoughts, and they won't slow down. I know that she's deaf me, but I need her to know this. Like when you pop up in my mind, like fuck, I lose my focus. Taekwondo, I kick a nigga ass like I'm. I know that.